War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Agent Cunning, an unsuspecting population, prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Age of Conan Magnetic. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to those channels. Inconceivable. This is the real episode 85 of Channel Massive. Do not be fooled by charlatans and others. <laughs> other other, other than that fake eyes. episode 85, which That crap sounded, last week yeah. was practice. You might have seen it surface <laughs> you on... You talking about practice? It was a dress rehearsal. You might have seen it surface on such shitholes as YouTube and other such yeah. places, but... In fact, it was not real. It was manufactured. It was—I don't even know what to say. I wasn't a part of it. Obviously, it was a—it was like the land of the lost. Yes. Actually, without you being a part of the episode, it went very smooth. Yeah, yeah. it was probably our Great best episode ever. And that's, but yeah. unfortunately, for the audio problems that we had, that's why fate has. <laughs> dealt you a cruel hand. <laughs> <laughs> and what could have been the best episode ever? Yes, I think you you sabotaged us, fool. Mark is not here, and so it will it will it will flow. Yeah, he, like... he gave us these directions of what we should do. Yeah, fully directions, quote unquote. That we were wasting our time recording something First, that we could never First, strip off all share. your clothes and <laughs> bathe yourselves in tartar See, sauce. See, I wondered why we had to do that, and then I it was kind of like sticky, and we were really and the thousand islands on the dog just probably really added. to Oh that. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then of course, yeah. Since we had all that shit all over us, his dog kept crawling all over me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Licking. To, of course, it kind of felt good a little bit. So. Uh, yeah. anyway, <laughs> well, anyway, welcome to episode eighty-five of Channel Massive. I am Jason, joined with. I am, or joined by. I am, and with. I am <laughs> joined together. I am. Come on over, joined big boy. With of you. <laughs> I am. I am the recording star known recording as Mark. Recording star. Oh. <laughs> wow. We're yeah. off to a great start. This is Noah. He goes in check. Thursday, April ninth. April ninth. That's the due date of my daughter. Oh. Oh. That Prophecy was incorrect. No, it was. <laughs> yeah, so recall, as we left you last episode, <laughs> we <laughs> had to end the episode abruptly. Cue dramatic music. Uh, because Mark uh, and his wife, Jennifer, had a brand new baby girl brought into the world. It's the podcast's first baby. Yeah, yeah. I know. Not only... Yeah, see, we have, we have like all sorts of claims to fame now. We can say, A... You know, we're listened to by women in uh, tubs. That's right. Which Bath is pretty damn sweet. I don't, I don't think any other podcast can claim that. Uh-uh. Two, we induce labor. We, That's right. We, we, uh, we cause miracles. So, so, <laughs> so the scene was, the scene was, it was, it was a blizzard. Um, yeah, it's true. It was it, snowing pretty heavily. It was, it was a blizzard, and we had Noah coming on. We 
Skype to no end remotely because he lives across town from Jason and I, or we may, or from his point of view, we live across town from him. But in any case, there was a blizzard <laughs> going on. You live on the outskirts of we, Denver. We on live the wrong side of the in tracks. the hinterlands, <laughs> where law is taken into one's hands by the size of his gun alone. Oh wait. Anyway, um, so, <laughs> so, so, so yeah, it was a blizzard. Um, the highways were pretty much the the. The Colorado Department of Transportation was so afraid of the storm that they did not deign to go out and put down sand or mag chloride or salt or even venture forth. I saw no on my on my message voyage almost to your house, which is where the hospital was. um, It took us. We left at 11 because we're pretty sure the contractions are real. We got there at 1 a.m. So it took us two hours for something that normally takes me about a half hour. Um, Oh, man. We were basically the only car on the road for a lot of it, and we drove. I just drove down the middle lane, you know, and yeah. watched and watched the clock as the contractions started to get closer and closer <laughs> together. I was like, I've got to keep doing this because there is no way it's that I'm coming. qualified. I've seen a birth before of my son, <laughs> but that doesn't mean I'm I'm ready to help. You're not a doctor, nor do you play one on TV. No, right. So I was like, okay, must not wreck trying to get there too fast so i didn't speed you know saw a lot of cars off the side of the road nothing had been done to the roads it was just this total slippery fast thing and it was a blizzard um so yeah it was really cool but everything went really fast and by 4 30 a.m we had a we had a bright and shiny new little girl wow so and everything went without a hitch so congratulations man yes thank you so that was pretty exciting so that's that's why i took off um the first version of episode 85. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really did. It just sounded so bad. We had to we had to just trash it. It it did. It wasn't it wasn't uh podcast. And as I said, I was really bummed because your annual reviews were up and <laughs> right. and I was, you know, yes. perfect. You know, I wouldn't be swayed either way. Mm. You know, I was ready to <laughs> But in this episode we will be telling you if we've been playing any games at all. We have feedback both Audio and text variety. Braille? No. Or no. spoken. We haven't, we haven't got that advanced yet. <laughs> pretty proud of having audio, though. That's pretty cool. And we I've have... I've heard of this audio. Lots of twig and... The Weekend Gaming! Blogosteria. Blogosteria. Could be the last Blogosteria ever. But more details on that next week. So what have we been playing these past couple weeks, Noah? Uh, let's. How about you go first? What because Noah you have been playing. Well, you've had the most interesting, <laughs> I'm sure, out of all of us. My, my story is really pathetic, uh, and I'll get into that later. So you, you go first. Sure thing. I have had several sessions of Resident Evil 5. Oh, man. Including one but, you know, I, every time I see stuff from that game, it just makes me want to play it. It's it's so much fun, and it's really fun to play if you actually have someone real to play it with versus AI. Imaginary so that, friends. Let me know. <laughs> hmm, well, the computer controls the other the white rabbit. There's always an extra character, and either the computer plays it or another person does. Cool. We had one session where we played from, jeez, oh, like 9... 9 or 10 p.m. until 4.30 the next morning. Wow. like, I need to go to bed. Okay. Wow, sweet. And last night... See, that, that, that's like one of those really cool, rare occasions that you you know you know that you've really had a good time playing a game when you just stay up 
and exactly. you don't realize that the yeah. time has passed. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how it went. And my friend's like, well, we could just stay up until the sun went, rises. I'm like, no, <laughs> you need to go home. I need to go to bed. Oh, that's, uh, that's always tough. My dog had been, like, holding it for quite a while. <laughs> the my dog's dog like, fucking hurry up, man. <laughs> and I last gotta night, go. We were, we're at the last boss, but my stupid co-op player added 10 to his stupid relationship. He's like, I have to go. He's like, this really sucks. I don't want to go. I'm like, well, tell me about it. And now he's asking me to, like, change my schedule for him. He's like, well, we, we have to finish the game. If you've got time on Friday or or this weekend or something, just let me know. We just we need to we need to save the world. You should be um, like, no. Much like you proceeded forward with your relationship, I have proceeded forward and finished it. <laughs> <laughs> I just found any any old someone oh, to help me man. finish it. <laughs> it was really cool. Sorry you missed it. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Highs and lows, tears, laughs. So beyond that, beyond that, what else have you been uh, messing around with? I've also been playing stuff on my DS. I've been playing Castlevania Order of Ecclesia. Oh, is that good? It's really hard. Really? I mean, it's it's great fun, but sometimes it's like, this sucks. <laughs> but huh. it's just, it's like those old school games from the 80s where you just have to start over and over Makes and hope for the best. Strong. Or go back and play previous levels because it's set up where you're on a map and you can just choose whichever level on the map you want to go to. And it's not so much that you're in a castle, you're actually on the Transylvania countryside Transylvania so you can go through the church level or you can go through the speech level or you can go into a lighthouse and there's this crab boss in the lighthouse that just kicks my butt but what's cool is that's a level in itself so I don't have to proceed through the whole level to get to the crab boss it just starts out the crab boss is the level he just takes a lot of precise jumping is the music anywhere near as cool as Castlevania 4 it's pretty good I, I don't think I've heard enough of it so far to tell is, you is, he, is his name Mr. Pinchy what the Crab boss, <laughs> the crab boss, Mr. <laughs> that's Pinchy. like the. That's I don't like, know what his name that's is. That's like a crab boss, and wow! <laughs> but he has a human voice. It's so stupid. Oh, that's cool. Because you have to climb up X number of platforms up the lighthouse, and then all of a sudden it shakes, and then the camera zooms down, and there's the crab, and he like he digs his legs into the side of the tower, and he goes raw. I swear he sounds just like that. He sounds like a human going raw. <laughs> like, you don't have a mouth <laughs> that can make that kind of sound. And Interesting. Coming up to get you. Playing that, Ninja Town, playing Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, another great game for playing cooperatively. You can mm. actually play it on your DS online uh, with with people you exchange. Were you among the masses with. who who purchased a new oh, DSi? No, that's a no. joke. What's a D, what's the difference between a DS and a DSi? The DSi has wider, bigger screens. It has a camera built on the outside of the system as well as on the hinge. Hmm. All the buttons are reconfigured, and it got rid of the Game Boy Advance slot in order yeah. to have an SD card slot. So you can actually, there's a, you know how Wii has an online store? Mm-hmm. Now DS has its own online store, so you can download games. Hmm. They haven't made a virtual console yet, but I'm sure it's inevitable where you'll be able to download old Game Boy and Boy. Game Boy <laughs> Game <Advance> Boy! Games. <laughs> as well as DSiWare, like we were, so games made Well, just that sounds that. good. Why, what's bad about it? Just it's, it's 180 bucks. Oh, and it's got the exact same capabilities as the current DS. So it's more expensive than the current DS, but all it really has is those hokey cameras, which allows you to do some stupid Sony iToy type things. So I take it your opinion is don't upgrade unless you don't have one already, I guess. Only if you don't have one or if you still have the very original DS, which which some people refer to as the DS Fat, because it's just really chunky and mm. it's very dark and dim. Yeah, but I mean, $180, that's 20 bucks away from an Xbox 360. 
It's true. <laughs> and if you wanted to just far get the more portable. True. Yeah. Well, and yeah. what's cool is that it's it's backwards compatible with the DS, and the the DS isn't going anywhere. There's I've had so many great games. I've got a huge library on my DS, and there's just even more great games coming out. It doesn't really need to be a new machine doesn't need to exist unless it's going to do something truly revolutionary, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. And asking one hundred and eighty dollars for that is a total ripoff, and uh, Nintendo's totally gouging people. Any Xbox gaming? Any MMO gaming? From no. the master Noah. No MMO gaming. I had to go play Wolverine, and that took up time because <laughs> I had to write about it. And then I uh, write about Transformers next week. Transformers. Morning meets the New Wolverine game, guys. By the way, if you have a 360 or PlayStation 3, highly recommended. It. It's like God of War and Ooh. Mad World and Bioshock all mixed together. Holy shit! Wow. Incredibly That's... violent, incredibly gory. <laughs> I mean, you see limbs get sliced off, heads get sliced off, bodies get ripped in half. Well, it kind of would. Well, that sucks. If my claws were made out of adamantium and razor sharp... Well, it's cool is they start out as in, with bone. So you get the whole storyline because he's going around with his bone claws. Don't spoil it for everyone. Oh, whatever. You've already seen the whole pirated movie. Yeah. Complete th- with bogus effects. That was hilarious. Yeah, and then Mark subsequently got fired for uh, writing a review. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, you sh- sh- shouldn't write reviews about pirated <laughs> movies. But yeah, the graphics are excellent and all the... All the different enemy types have special instant kill moves that if they have a certain, if they're flashing a certain color or whatever, you can hit a certain button combination and do a quick kill on them, which could be as simple as you hold a certain enemy type up in the air and you just repeatedly gouge your claws into him. But another one, there's this guy, it's pretty gory, where it's a guy with like a long semi-automatic rifle. You run up to him, you grab his rifle, and you, you have to pound the button really quick to push the rifle up to his head, and then you pull the trigger. Oh, Oh, there's another like one where you actually visual you there. jump onto a helicopter, break through the glass of the window, pull the pilot out, and you shove his head up under the blades. Oh, the helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. And I then you like get to that. fight a sentinel, you get to fight him on the ground, and then it takes off into space, and then you're trying to gl- grab onto and rip pieces of it off as it's hurtling through the atmosphere. There's just so much great stuff. Dang. Raven Software, kick-ass developer. So that's, you played that they on the 360? They are a good studio, mm-hmm. no doubt. Yeah. Oh man, I gotta get that. I'm a huge Wolverine. Yeah, if you like Force Unleashed, I'm sure you'll love this. Yeah. Well, except I just need to, well, a fix my computer, my Xbox 360. (laughs) B finish some of these games I've started but not finished. Uh, That's right. So, Mark, you've not been playing anything on your not quite true. I haven't been playing anything on my 360. Blizzard Blizzard Baby. I I haven't been playing. I have (laughs) diaper changer 2000. Yeah, Blizzard Baby changer. (laughs) I did play. some old school Xbox. I've been playing um, X Men Legends. I have one and two. Also oh, by wow. Raven Software. Also by Raven. So I've been kind of kicking it old school, and it's really good. And you can totally tell, like being being such a Marvel, um, what was it? What's Mua fan? Marvel yeah. Universe. <laughs> Marvel Ultimate, Ultimate Alliance. Alliance. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of that, and like this is totally. I mean, that was totally a progression from this. Everything's pretty much the same, except the storyline actually seems much tighter with this one, which is pretty cool. It's all about magma. Magma. <laughs> Molten <Molten-molten> magma. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. I'm, 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 I've been playing through that, and then I've been playing a lot of iPhone games, so... That's, those are you know those are really popular games are the most popular kind of application for for an iPhone yeah hands and, down and they are good I mean like the and they're you know cheap. they're cheap you know dollar ninety nine free some are free like the most popular one is like uh, was it Touch Touch Revenge or something like yeah, that yeah yeah and it's that's like that's free frequency and amplitude 
Yeah, and you can you can like you you twist it around back and forth, or you tap these three buttons. It's like Guitar Hero kind of thing. That's pretty good. And then the there's like about I've been playing like three different tower defense games. I have this one thing that simulates a flute, so you like actually blow on the the um, microphone part of the phone, mm-hmm. like it's a flute, and then you have these four um, holes that you you cover imaginary so, holes. So, Ocarina. And you can, so yeah, what are you doing? Are you doing like a Ocarina. Jethro? That's what's are you doing like a Jethro tall kind of thing? Are you standing there like in a crane stance? Yeah, I I totally I do the stance, the one legged crazy stance. And then I have one that like plays like guitar on it, and you can you can like hold all these chords down or play scales and. Interesting. <sighs> it's pretty fun. Very interesting. Good to have. Jason, how about you? And then no. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had the worst. Well, the thing is, I had the worst week ever happen to me as far as if you're a, if you're a gamer. Uh, first thing that happened was is that my Xbox 360 totally crashed. It got I got one of those error. Um, 74s, which is, people are claiming is like the new Red Ring of Death, mm-hmm. essentially, where, you know, it's the same fix, I guess. It's a total, gra- you know, it's a total issue with the graphics processor. Needs to be reseeded. Needs to be reseeded and all that bullshit. So, and I haven't had an opportunity to go get it fixed yet just because of the time I'm, I started that new job. So. But that's what's cool is that you've, you found someone local in town that can take care of Yeah, there's actually some guy in town who's just fixing them for like 75 bucks and he can do it in like two hours. So, so. reseeding it? like Yeah, you got to totally remount it and he, I guess, you have to take off this thing and... and it, you know, it's really like just a couple of parts and and to gently undress your three sixty. Yeah, with my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I don't know all the ins and outs of it, outs of it, but this guy has claimed, you know, yeah, since the Red Ring of Death thing has been going on, that's hmm. he runs his his business is fixing broken three sixties. Essentially, is what he does. Maybe we should take so them both in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're having a problem with your DVD player and yours, right? Yeah, my DVD player. I'm does, sure doesn't. Uh, I'm sure that they could fix that too. Anyway, so that's that's in the works. So that's totally put a, a a halt to any Xbox 360 gaming. The other thing that happened to me was is that I had my credit card number stolen. I'm s- and <clears throat> thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for all those wonderful iTunes that I that I downloaded the other day. Hel- helped with the medical bills too. Yes, yeah. So one yeah one day I I walked uh, I walked into a store to to get some stuff and I was going to get some gas and told me my credit card was rejected and I was like oh that's bullshit you know I know that there's money in the account and everything it's this is you know whatever but I thought I was like well maybe it's just this particular store maybe they're having because I've seen that happen where some stores their credit card machine goes all haywire so I went to a different store and the same thing happened I was like oh shit what's going on here so I called up the credit card company and they said oh you got suspicious activity so we suspended your card, and then they started listing all the transactions that were going on, and I was like, no, I didn't make that. I didn't do that. Holy shit, I didn't do that. So they traced it all the way back to my last legitimate purpose local, local purchase, luckily, and then they were able to, you know, just totally backdate everything. So it's not like I lost any money because well, I was Well, at covered, least it kind of worked. With mine... I'll like try and do legitimate stuff, and they'll be like, "Oh, it looks suspicious." Well, you know, it's in but the that's same the thing. Though, in and the, it's... the thing is, is that at least, at least, you're able to call in and say, "Yes, yeah. these purchases are fine. They were mine. Let them go through." You know, it works in the case where they aren't legitimate. And, yeah, and uh, so it worked really well. So, 
anyway, it's been it's taken a while for, for me to get a new card. Number one, number two, I decided okay, they had to have got some kind of keylogger maybe on my machine somehow. I don't know how it happened because they were all internet purchases, so that kind of shouldn't ever go to the Nambla site. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, so. I figured, okay, fuck it, I'm going to reinstall the operating system and all that good shit and, and just start from scratch. So I reformatted my hard drive, installed the antivirus, uh, you know, did all that. So it took me a while to get everything reloaded. And uh, Vista this time? No, XP. <laughs> I'm still using XP. I haven't, haven't made the leap yet to Vista. Mojave. Uh, so, yeah, and then I... Oh, I did manage. I, I so I installed Warhammer, but what had happened in the in the in the meantime is is that my my <laughs> Warhammer, Warhammer account got closed. Yeah, my Warhammer account got closed <laughs> because the credit card got yeah. rejected in that time. So because you'd closed the account. <laughs> yeah, so it was like oh fuck. So I I haven't had a chance to take care of any of that yet. So no, I haven't gamed at all. It's so fucking pathetic and sad, and I'm so pissed. And I'm not going to get to do anything until, like, maybe next week, if I'm lucky, at this rate. So would, on a scale of 1 to 10 for failure completeness, <laughs> where would you say your failure I, I, is I complete? would say 11. <laughs> absolutely no, your 11. failure is complete. Yeah, so sad. <laughs> anyway, oh. let's change the subject and get into some email, shall we? Because this is depressing me. Uh, yes, next up we have email where we will... Talk maybe to it'll people be a confessor. who suffered from keyloggers and other... Fo- oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Now it's time for M. Wow, that was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to get through that as quickly as possible. <laughs> Should we do it First again? First up, we no. have an email from James. James says, Hey, this is James again. Great shows. Keep them up. Like Easy the mini podcasts, too. Something that people have failed to mention is the cost of creating these server farms, which he, what he's referring to is the on-live service that was revealed at GDC, dear listeners. He continues, this is quote-unquote supposed to replace traditional gaming computers that cost about two to $5,000 each. Each one of these $2,000 computers can barely run Crisis at 30 frames per second at max settings. The cost would be at least $35 a month to just pay for the hardware. And he has this elaborate mathematical equation. <laughs> Add in support. Hey, what, did he get all uh, Stephen Hawking on our ass? Oh, yeah. His mathematical formula, mathematical formula is probably is... 130% longer than this email, but we're going to keep going. <laughs> he said... He didn't use pi. The, the cost would be at least $35 a month to just pay for the hardware. Math below. Add in support at about $10 a person a month development at about $20 a person a month and advertising at about $10 a person a month then add $10 a month for profit this would make it cost about $85 for the same $85 a month over two years you could buy a brand new $2,000 computer that was local and had no latency issues I just do not see this that is on live as a viable alternative to the desktop at this time 
I did not even include the costs of having to have the dumb terminal to connect to the service they would have you use. The Here's internet connection cents. to handle it. James. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's another good point. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> yeah, you know, you know me, I'm always like, oh, you know, this would be so cool. But then I have all these fuck, fucking technical nerds crush my hopes and dreams with their fucking logic. <laughs> maybe, maybe they are. I mean, <clears throat> oh shit! Eurogamer, um, yeah, Eurogamer. dot net has a really good article called "GDC Why on Live Can't Possibly Work" article, which is is pretty cool because they they have a lot of technical firepower and they go and tear it apart, and they say basically that the what was presented at GDC was more or less a a sham. It was Smoking like mirrors. a perfect. A perfect example of how it was done. Like, for instance, they said... Well, perfect conditions, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, perfect conditions. Like, the, the data center was a mile away from where they did it. If that, they're not sure that there wasn't local, something local... I wouldn't be surprised. ...where they did it using gigabit Ethernet. You know, so, sure, maybe there would be a way with a really good encoder for video and for audio and everything else, and a gigabit connection to a server right next to you to do it. But... I don't know. I have I have enough trouble trouble with remote desktop, you know, in a, in an office environment. Yeah. yeah, it's like why not use the application for that? Yeah, exactly. Like with this technology, we could make managing Windows servers so much easier. You know. But, yeah, it's yeah. kind of insane. But anyway, I I recommend checking out that article because it it's it kind of agrees with with um, James and his math here. It's pretty much the same <laughs> conclusions are drawn. Yeah, it looks like a math problem from hell <laughs> the second part of james email but we will spare you from that our next email is from daniel you may remember him if i'm if i recall correctly he's sent us some audio no this isn't the, the same guy is I don't this, think. this is a different one we, we have a lot of guys named daniel they're all the like same names they're like scott and daniel and it's like that company you and i worked at where everyone was named mark steve, steve or yeah, yeah. what was the dave. other or dave yeah yeah all right daniel says <laughs> After much prodding, I'm giving Warhammer another try. Yeah, I've been playing pokey. the Choppa, and I'm having Get fun with Get to the Choppa! I have one the... thing of note, though. It seems to be hard to connect with other players. To date, I don't think I've ever talked to another player. During PvP, it's so frantic. Who has the time to talk to people? During open world play, people seem to be in their own world. I'm playing on Dark Crag and looking forward to hooking up with you guys. Have a good day there, Massive Team. Hope to see you in-game. It would be great if you guys could list your character names so that Massive yes, followers that. can find you guys. All you got to do is go Have check out our a great one, guys. gamer pages on Love the website. The podcast. Keep up the great work. So, yeah, as the guys were talking over me, Sorry. we have Eloquently. gamer info on the website, at least... Uh, Jason of course, mine hasn't been updated in forever since I haven't been able to play. But you've got the server right, so you're halfway there. We actually haven't been playing the last couple of weeks, but we should, at least I should be back. I play to be back Monday. Monday night. Hopefully, yeah, Mark too. Dark Crag is the right server. We are at about level eight, between eight, level 18 and 22, me and Mark. <laughs> yeah, roughly. I am playing a witch elf named Sinetta, S Y N E T T A. And Mark is playing a disciple of Cain named Murphy with an E. So that's M-U-R-P-H-E-Y. But don't, don't expect any heals from, yeah. from Murphy. Only if you're non-squishy. <laughs> <laughs> and if you appease me. 
(laughs) (laughs) We hope to play with you. We hope everybody who has played with us in the past and is available can join us on upcoming Monday night. It'd be a nice return to the folks. Oh man, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm like, so Jones in to play that game. It's, it's been, been a while, yeah. It's been a while, and I'm just, just jonesing to play any game, dude. Give, give me fucking Peggle or something dude, stupid like that. We could like make that. it happen. We could make it happen. Damn, we could hook you up with Peggle. So, do we have an audio submission for this episode? I thought oh, we do. Let me. Is it from our? Is it from our favorite Southerner? It is. All right, hot damn. Let's listen to it. <laughs> let's go. Clap your hands. Well, life on the farm is kind of laid back, ain't much an old country bullet and you can't have. Hey guys, Scott again. Wanted to make a couple comments. Um, Noah on Vin Diesel's MMO, I believe it is set in the Punic Wars between Carthage and Rome and is not actually like a prehistoric uh, MMO setting as far as I, I know. Um, I actually thought it was going to be a movie tie-in. I'd always heard he was going to be playing Hannibal of Carthage in a in an epic movie at some point, so I figured that was a tie-in. Um, the other thing is, man, the the, uh, the bluegrass is excellent on the segways there, um, but I'm technically not a redneck. I wanted to make sure y'all understood the difference between rednecks, which are very rare, and country boys. Um, where country boys may actually own livestock, they don't have sexual relationships with them. Um, one other thing is, do you remember the great old interplay first person shooter redneck rampage now that was a classic talk to you later guys bye thank you very much for sending in another audio submission thank you I appreciate the definition of country boy versus redneck i found it to be particularly illuminating it would definitely mean that there are some rednecks in other countries because we've often heard of the the goat tinders and well i guess we shouldn't say the countries for 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 fear of alienating more listeners but suffice it to say there could be rednecks in other countries <laughs> They they might they might call them something different. Yeah, I wonder what like the Scottish equivalent of a redneck is is like a sheep fucker. Is that what they call them? I don't You're know. a fucking sheep. Yeah, fucking sheep. <laughs> Excuse me. And on the Vin Diesel game, thank you for the clarification on that yeah, as well. That was cool. I think was who was it? It was the Rock that was in Spy Hunter, right? I. Don't know. Yeah, there's yeah, a Spy Hunter right, game yeah. that the, the Spy Hunter movie that never right. happened, and the game was supposed to tie into it. The, they still released the game, and I think there was Dwayne Johnson. There was a Vin Diesel, or there was something similar. Or Vin Diesel's just starting to pop up in games versus movies. Oh right, yeah. I'm a huge Vin Diesel fan too. I just watched Babylon AD. Oh, how was that? Eh, it was all right. Yeah, but I think I I still like the the guy. <laughs> yeah, I think he's cool. Yeah. In other words, it sucked. Yeah, I wouldn't say it sucked. I just felt like, wow, I st- I hung in there for the whole thing. <laughs> in <laughs> other words, it sucked. Achievement unlocked. Don't sugarcoat it, Jason. What are you? Re- <laughs> Achievement unlocked. Thank you, Scott. We appreciate it as always. And if uh, again, if anybody else wants to write in or or. 
audio in, you can uh, mail us at mail, M-A-I-L, at channelmassive.com. <laughs> you can also give us an audio submission or a, uh, you can call our Skype line. Nobody's using our Skype line, channel.massive.skype. I wonder if it still exists. Oh, I yeah. don't know, man. Yeah. Okay. Off to leave a, off to leave a bogus one. Bicycle, bicycle. Bicycle. I want to ride my Congratulations to former co-host Jim for surviving another week of bicycling. <laughs> or did he? Or did he? To and from work. Thank God. I'm glad he made it. What are we going to do with that boy? Mm-hmm. I don't think we'll have to do anything. I'll do it to himself. I hope, I hope he doesn't achieve a Darwin Award. <laughs> we love you, Jim. All right, time for news. Dune exists actually over in Second Life, a facsimile of it at least. The spice. And spice now the worm. it is getting legalized. Oh, blue man. Is in blue eye. Legalized is in terms of punitive legal action. Oh, man. As in, we could never possibly make an MMO to compete with this, so therefore we shall keep you from enjoying your little game. It's Fuck kinda, you. Yeah, it's Thank like you very a, much. I guess there's a... Uh, Role play group who, well, there's multiple role play groups who really do things from like stuff like Star Trek, Star Wars. Uh, For God's sakes, John Norman's gore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I want to live in the world of gore and have good cyber sex. Where could I go? You go to Second Life, of course. Anyway, there's like a group who also like to uh, role play in the world of Dune, and uh, they created their own little virtual world within Second Life. Um, yeah, and their leader, whose name is Vooper Werribee, counts 130 members who enjoy role play in the Sands of Arrakis. That's Desert based in Second Bench. Life, and uh, they're able to take Dune. on the persona of a uh, of the Fremen. The Harkonnen or the Atreides. The Harkonnen hating Atreides and so on. He believes only 20% of these are currently active. Uh, Apparently, though, Trident Media Group, um, they maintain the Herbert estate. That's Frank Herbert for you you sci-fi nerds out there. Uh, Trident Media Group has complained about your use of characters, the notice reads. Um, goes on, and they say, basically, they, it's kind of like a cease and desist. It says that they have or, to remove all the titles and the names within two days, or the company would do so itself. Yeah. And so basically they did that. They've genericized the Dune planet, so now it's just a generic desert sci-fi planet with spice mining. Because after <laughs> all, Star Wars had, quote-unquote, spice. So... They've dodged the bullet here, and we'll continue on role-playing in a roundabout 
pretend to wait. I don't know. I mean, I don't understand out. why they would they'd feel like the need to. You know, well, this is just like Marvel and DC leveraging lawsuits at City of Heroes right. for recreating the characters there. Just get over it. <laughs> this could get people interested in the series and get them to actually buy the books and benefit them. It's basically a form of I marketing. I mean, it's not like these people haven't already bought all the books and they aren't hardcore fans to begin with. Yeah, it seems like you're just kind of rubbing salt in the wounds of the... You know, these guys... No, if, if they were planning on creating a, an MMO based yeah. in the Dune universe... And they were going to make money off of it. Then that would be awesome, but they haven't done it yet, so uh, fuck yeah. off is what I have to say. Very doubtful. City of Heroes big news this week was uh, issue 14 Architect was finally released upon yes. the public so now all you nerds can go out there and create your own adventures and missions this which is, is really, really cool really I totally exciting. dig that um, you know th- this is one of those issues that makes me want to resubscribe to City of Heroes to be honest with you it's that's a redefining moment for it really game. is because let alone name, name, an name, name another MMO that allows their users to modify their game in, yeah. in such a way. I mean, it's just, it's really and cool. Just, if you really want to get yourself psyched up, guys, just go to the Architect Overview over on City of Heroes' website. And just just seeing the bullet points gets me excited because it has the ordinary stuff you'd expect, such as great stories, great characters, but you're writing dialogue. You yeah, objectives. I saw this uh, the one particular blogger. Oh, I think it's the ancient gaming noob uh, who created a whole super group, uh, super villain group full of clowns, evil clowns. Nice. And I'm like, that's perfect because clowns are evil. Yeah. Inherently, right? Of course, I don't like them. Yeah, clowns are just evil, yeah. period. <laughs> so, yeah, it was like the perfect super villain group, in my opinion, at least. And, and they could, you know just cause all sorts of havoc and he gave each one of them like their own unique superpowers and everything it's it was really detailed uh but bear in mind dune lovers that parodies and derivative works are not allowed <laughs> yes so don't you be coming into city of heroes trying to recreate your little spice planet because <laughs> it ain't gonna work that's a good point that's a very good point so no recreating about, the, the phoenix saga speaking about other intellectual properties um, this whole Stargate Worlds MMO thing is, uh, man, I, I tell you, it's not looking good right now. Uh, uh GameIndustry.biz uh, had an interview with the, um, executive producer of the uh, Stargate TV series, and, uh, Brad Wright kind of just had some, he kind of, kind of had some sombering words, uh, for, for people who are looking for this game. Um, he said, we don't know. It's a shame if it doesn't happen, and let's be honest, it should be happening now if it was happening. It's a shame. It's a terrible shame. Uh, Stargate Worlds, of course, is being uh, produced by the Cheyenne company. Mountain Entertainment. It doesn't pay their employees, right? 
yeah, they don't pay their employees. They're being sued for not paying their bills. They're they're really hitting a but know, uh, yeah, bad apparently financial it's, time it's still right in now. development. Uh, yeah, and but you know, according to the producer, he's like, you know, let's face it, you know, things aren't looking good right now. And then, of course, they had to come out, and the developers were like, wait a minute, wait a minute, we're still alive, we're still making the game. Um, they say our official response is that the lights here are still on, and the development team is working hard every day to get this game built. Uh, I've been asked for many from many corners lately to provide an official response to a story circulated by GateWorld.net, which really isn't the... I don't think it's the publication that kind of broke the story since it was GameIndustry.biz who interviewed the producer in the first place. Uh, So their official response is is that the lights are still on and the development team is working hard every day to get the game built... Team members are in the office seven days a week to deliver Stargate Worlds. Uh, Brad Wright is the Stargate expert and a creative consultant on Stargate Worlds who advises us on the story. Unfortunately, we had not been recent. We had not recently updated him on our progress or the impact from the current global economic crisis, and he was not fully aware of the continuing progress on our game. I like the last paragraph. It says, We are currently negotiating several deals that will cover our financial responsibilities and fund the remainder of development. When we sign those deals, you hear about it. I'm thinking, like, billboards inside the game. And I don't know. I don't some know. Some Well, no, pets. I mean, that, that can't even... They, they need... That's not the problem. They need money right now just to finish development. They, they, can't, they can't do any of that other outside stuff until they release the game. Um... Apparently they have angel investors that keep the dev team working. Angel, yeah, they, they, yeah. yeah. That means that means basically invest- they're paying for it themselves. Well, they're either I paying guess. paying for it themselves, or or there's some investor out there who's saying, you know, you get this out there, all your base are belong to us uh-huh. once this game gets released, Ownage. and all the money is mine. That's right. Essentially, so I don't know. I I don't think this is a very good situation. I. Phew. It's just not looking good, Noah. Honestly, not to me. At Which is least. too bad because we could definitely use something new. Well, we could use a sci-fi based MMO, and, and yeah. it's a good thing because there's plenty of them coming out, like Jumpgate. And, yeah, yeah. And 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 this new game called Dark Prophecy. voice acting. We are destined to rise. Destined to fight. Destined to suck.
time for some Warhammer news. Wow. You, re- you may remember if you've been a long-time listener, I think it was maybe one or two weeks after Warhammer came out, we talked about a city being captured or something, and the game was over. Yeah, game over. <laughs> you know, time to pack up, move But that out. actually wasn't legitimate. No, it wasn't like the It was full... exploiting of a bug, wasn't it? Right. Well, and they didn't totally get to the end. They didn't actually capture... But over in Europe land, it has finally happened. Yes, the uh, f- the first world capture, official world capture, happened. It's you know it's been what six months now. Yeah. And uh, it looks like it's uh, Karak Eight Peaks. Um, that's in Europe. That server, uh, they defeated Call Franz over it, and it was like a fourteen-hour marathon run. Apparently it took 14 hours of just non-stop plugging away at it um, by destruction uh, to get it done. Yeah, that's right. Destruction. Did you hear that? Yeah, they finished all the public quests, uh, They and uh, they gated the King instance uh, with only two minutes remaining, I guess. So there was like a time. Wow. There was a time limit on it. So there was two minutes remaining, and then after a number of wipes, I guess they wiped multiple times, uh, they, they caged him. They actually caged him, and there's a screenshot, and I think there's a video. Yeah, nine-minute video of, of the final part of the battle with the king. Yeah, where they actually capture him. It shows them all captured in a cage and shit. It's pretty fucking cool looking. Um, they Yeah, they had to have, you know, big-time good gear, I think. They were tr- probably decked out in, yeah. in some of the best gear that you could have. And, uh, you know, it's just it's pretty sweet. So I'm not sure how long it's going to take for other servers to catch up. Yeah, um, I'd like to. And, I'm and be able interested to, to see where this, but... North America server, which one it'll happen on first. Yeah, I'd like to see. I hope it's ours, and I hope I'm a high enough level to jump in, there. at least participate in it. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. Um, talking more on the other games that have robust PvP systems. Um. Some information about Darkfall came out from uh, from this interview with uh, Tassos, which is the uh, community manager for Darkfall Online, and they it kind of spells out some a lot of the issues that the game's having as far as uh, disconnects and server mm-hmm. errors Selling. and cheating, <laughs> things like that. Uh, one of the in- most interesting points I caught from this this little uh, letter to the community from Darkfall was this. Is that they say uh, some players have been complaining about lowered performance during massive battles. Now let's put things into perspective here. Small skirmishes in Darkfall are what other games call massive battles. We recently had approximately 2,000 characters involved in a battle in the same area. Battles with several hundred characters are the norm and run very very smoothly. Of course, you'll get progressive frame rate drops when you're working your way up through th- to thousands of players in the same scene. We're seeing a lot more characters in Darkfall battles than you see maximum units in RTS games. One of our first priorities is to continuously optimize this experience. So you're kidding me. I mean, there were seriously 2,000 people all in the same place at the same time. Are there even 2,000 people who own this game? Oh, yeah. There are. I mean, they, the server supports, I, I think it's 10,000 people. 
hmm. from from my understanding. Uh, you know, somebody please write in or, or Skype in and, and correct me if I'm wrong there. Uh, you know, so that you know that in itself is pretty incredible, just to have ten thousand people all running at the same server at the same time. I just figured the way that they've been doing, but having two thousand of the game, having two thousand people all right there. I mean, I, I just can't see it. I, I don't understand how it could even possibly be playable. I'd like to see a screenshot to believe that. I one. mean, even having, you know, a couple hundred people on the same screen at the same time is, you know, total call for for an FPS drop of epic proportions um, in any game that I've seen that mm-hmm. happen in so far. So, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm wondering how legitimate that claim is where 2,000 people were actually in the same... I mean, considering the the vastness of the world, you know, it just doesn't seem plausible to me, but you know, hey, maybe it was. If if one of our listeners happens to have been a part of that epic battle, you know, where 2,000 people... Well, who knows? It's like 2,000 people in the same zone. I mean... Yeah, well, just like in the same area. It's just... It just doesn't seem very feasible to me. Under any circumstance, like you can, you could actually call two thousand people into that same zone to to have a massive battle. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand how that's possible. I'd love to see it. Compute. I would love to see it. Trust me, I'd love to see like an epic epic battles like that happen. It's that's like that's the dream. It's the next generation for sure. Yeah, that's the dream, of course. But I don't know. A secret Something I thought maybe I could do but I well, I've got a secret, Noah <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah I've always wanted to tell you, but it's a secret But I guess if I told you, it won't be a secret anymore That's true Oh, well so I guess I'll back, tell you a secret anyway. There were, we were talking about MMOs that were coming up on the horizon. There was one that I remember that I was very excited about because I knew it was going to be really different from other MMOs that it's I played, at least in terms of the environment. And this was not too long after a lot of Age of Conan stumbles. And I'm like, who makes it? I can't remember who's making this game. I couldn't remember the name of it. It's Funcom. It's Funcom making The Secret World. Yes. There's, there's been some really great concept ancient art. ancient dreaming evil stirs. And they've got a couple <laughs> really killer cinemas mm-hmm. showcasing some concepts in the game. Of course, the cinemas in the actual game are likely to be worlds different. Yes. No pun intended. And they're also claiming it will be released for the Xbox 360, which we still haven't seen Age of Conan yeah, released yet. Exactly. And they haven't put a release date on this. They're, they said, we want to make sure it's, it's going to really, be finished really when it's finished. It's, it's funny. There's a lot more content that you can see about this game's um, video interviews over on GameSpot. Mm-hmm. And what's cool is the creative director is the same guy that was behind The Longest Journey. And Dreamfall, which are some really excellent, Those highly games. lauded adventure games. And what's unique about the Secret World is that it occurs in modern day Earth. No weird facsimile of it, the way that Hellgate right. was. It's modern day Earth. You can start in either London, New York, or Seoul, and you can totally 
customize your character however you want with all sorts of different types of costumes. You can make a goth character. You can make a punk raver. Well, I'm totally character. sure it's gonna it's gonna this game's gonna be totally popular with the vamp and and the the goth kids out there. And the concept you can totally is totally see it. The storyline in a, in an interesting quote goes back 150 million years. Every million. single type of conspiracy theory. Anything from the Knights Templar to vampires Illuminati. Unspoken evils that are only phantasm based. It's all linked together. And every you start out the game living in this world where these things exist, all and all these things that you thought were superstitions and old wives' tales actually turn out to be true and you've become chosen. This sounds a lot like Age of Conan, doesn't it? Mm. To be someone that fights these evils. And the game is going to have a, a nice focus on combat, but it's going to be completely different than all other MMOs in that there aren't levels. There isn't a grind. You just specialize in whatever combat style that you want, and if you want to change your mind halfway through the game and do something totally different, you can with no penalty. You don't have to start a brand new character. We've heard these kind of promises before, mm-hmm. and... If you ask me if you're still having to gain skills under a certain type of combat type, you're still leveling, you're right. still grinding. But they're talking about how you're basically starting the game at the end game, where you're very powerful. And it's not all about combat. It's about researching areas, looking for artifacts and stuff like that. There's a lot more different types of gameplay. I'd like to see a game like this maybe bring back the exploration aspect yeah. of yeah. Uh, of uh, role-playing. And you can see that'd that be, in one of the cool cinemas where a, a woman's searching through a playground's sand for something, mm-hmm. but then, of course, she gets attacked and busts out the weapons. Lots of really great stuff. Age of Conan... <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Age of Conan is one of the more recent MMOs to be recognized for attempting to do a lot of different things. Perhaps not, not revolutionarily... Perhaps not revolutionarily different, but different. And, yeah, and that's one of those games that I'd love to give another try. We've heard a lot of good things about it recently. Yeah, a lot of good things have been coming City out of, of it. City of Heroes, too. And mm-hmm. It's funny, we're, we talk, we mentioned earlier that there's nothing really new coming out, but, but the, older games the old games are, are reinventing offering, themselves. Yeah, they're offering new uh, options, and Age of Conan seems to be one of those. So, you know, maybe I'll go give Funcom another try. You know, Funcom can kind of wow me a little bit with, with what they've done with Age of Conan over the past few months, then, yeah, I might be tempted to go check it out. But, man, it's like it's one of those things with me. I, you know, once you've been burned exactly. kind of by a developer like that, yeah, it's kind of hard to give them another shot. And that was a lot of comments that I've seen online related to these reveals of the game. Oh, the game sounds so cool, but then I saw it was being made by Funcom, and I'm totally not interested. You know, yeah. typical fanboy flame response. Right. But, hey... If it's, I'm willing to give anybody a try if they can deliver, if if they can even deliver partially on what they're offering and give something that feels a lot different and is most importantly fun than what we've played. I'm going to try it. I don't care who, if what they mean in the past. You know what's really fun, Noah? Clubbing baby seals. <laughs> I think so, but apparently the people from. PETA have a problem with it. They've just launched an all-out assault on video games these last few months. Apparently, Saturday, April 11th, starting at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the animal rights activist group, PETA, 
will be making its way into World of Warcraft to host an event on the Whisperwind server to host... And this is aimed at uh, gaining support against Canadian seal slaughter. So what you do, apparently, is you'll go... And it's in this particular zone. And the thing is, is that this zone is uh, in the Howling uh, Fjord, where only level 70s can go anyway. So you have to have a level 70 character to even enter this zone. And uh, (laughs) there's going to be baby seals there. There's baby seals that live on a glacier, and and there's going to be people who are trying to kill the baby seals, and you're supposed to go kill these people who are saving the baby seals, (laughs) who are killing the baby seals, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's just stupid. I I think that they could probably um, use a different venue. It's really interesting, though. Normally, PETA has gone on the offense and done things without cooperation, Mm-hmm. of game developers to try to get their message out. And this is interesting in that they've actually hooked up with Blizzard in some fashion to have their own little event mm-hmm. to protest animal cruelty. Well, you know, that's the thing, though. Who's going to say no? No, we love animal cruelty. <laughs> well, <laughs> most recently... You know, PETA but I think it's funny. Launched... Here, here's the here's the irony on this, Noah. You have to kill multiple animals, virtual animals in-game, to reach level 70 just so you could participate in this event. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. how many wolves had to die? How many giant ostriches did you have to kill? How many of the zebra had to be slaughtered for you to achieve level uh, level 70 just to participate in this? I don't know. I think it's kind of funny and ironic in that sense. I wonder how that constraint came about, if it were something that, Blizzard told them they needed to do so they could limit the exposure to this, or is there that many people at level 70 that it's better to put it in the level 70 area? I don't know. I wonder well, if it's traffic I, I think related. I think this area is the only area where they had baby seals to begin with oh. that you could actually club. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All I know is if I was still playing and I had a level, level 70 character on the Horde side, I, I'd go there and I'd, I'd club baby seals and kill anybody who tried to stop me. <laughs> I'd just, just to see if I could, you know, kill 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 all those stupid tree-hugging, animal-loving freaks out there. <laughs> but hey, that's just me. And kick and tripping it, uh, so I can catch it, not in a daily style, but once in every while, so I can pop check, pop check the boss of my brain. Many a meaning managed, one from the insane and the butcher, the makeup. Well, some sad news. Uh, after a long battle with cancer, D&D co creator Dave Amison passed away uh, late Tuesday night. Uh, yeah, he had a really long battle with cancer. It's, you know, it's one of those things you you hate. You know, it's shit, cancer, man. Fuck it. Fuck cancer. Seriously. It's, it's like one of those diseases that it's just not going to go away. My grandma died from it recently. And it just, uh, you know, pisses me off. One of these days we're going to figure it out, I guess. Uh, but he was a co-creator for D&D. I guess without D&D we probably wouldn't have... 
a lot of these games, a lot of the concepts, some you know, that some of these games uh, employ into their... Uh, well, don't tell Bartle that. Yeah, well, you know, but still, it, it, you know, you can't deny its, uh, yeah, its influence on the genre. So it's just a really, you know, sad time. Uh, hell, lots of geeks out there probably pouring, pouring a Mountain Dew. One for me, one for my, one for my homie, for uh, for Dave. So anyway, just uh, Godspeed, Dave, and uh, may you rest in peace. And now it's time for... This blog of stereo comes courtesy of Copy Cake. Oh, she hasn't been here in a long no, time. No, she hasn't. We haven't heard from her in a while, but she she's a famous community manager. She is. Uh, she writes, uh, and this is based off of a massively article, uh, which has been rehashed and rehashed over and over again. Um, uh, how MMOs are gradually moving away from forcing players to group and then giving them more opportunities to play the game completely solo. That's right. And the article asks the question, uh, while this has opened the genre up to lots of new players who normally wouldn't likely have played an MMO, uh, some might say it's also taken that it's taken away. something away. And her response is pretty simple. Suck it up! <laughs> what type of community manager says that? Well, you know, only, only Cuppy. And, and that's why she's been around for so why long. Why we love her. Um, she lists a lot of reasons. Um, but she has a top five which we love. We love top five lists. Yeah, we love we love top five lists like this. Because it helps us break it on down. Exactly. Um, reason so, number one. Yeah, so she gives the reasons why giving the players the ability to solo um, is now going to be the norm as opposed to... Aside from the big obvious reason, World of Warcraft. Right, right. <laughs> number one, the audience has broadened. And... Yeah, it's it, it's opened up. You know, this ability to solo has opened up the genre to a bigger audience. Um, you know, and it, it's it's also that's what the, the audience, audience demands. Is, it the, the audience has grown old older over the years. Yeah. So we don't have. You know, we're all in jobs. We don't have. We don't have all the time in the world. And that's actually to, her to second point: is the original game. audience is aging, right? And and that's that's exactly it. T- it totally ties into that. We're, you know, we're older. We don't. You know, we've got jobs. We've got we can't families. All synchronize we've got our kids. schedules. Yeah, we can't all say, "Okay, we're going to do this dungeon at this time." And, you know, that's impossible anymore these days. So yeah, so that's, that's reasons really number one. Point. Number two, the number one, the audience is brought in. Because it's more accessible to different types of players, there's a lot more people playing, and because of that, they're going to keep expecting that. So games are going to be developed with more solo content. Number two, the original audience, that's original quote-unquote, is aging. And as Jason said, we have a lot more things on our plate, at least that large chunk of people, and we can't 
build our lives around our gaming time. Number three, only if we're no longer antiquated. And her point there is that there's tons of options if you want to play an MMO. It's not just Ultima Online. It's not just EverQuest. There's lots of different genres, lots of different games out there that you can jump into. Free to play, subscribe, whatever. Number four, people are playing multiple MMOs. And not only that... Well, they're not playing... Yeah, but they're also playing multiple games. They're they're not... It's not just... They're not just playing MMOs. They're playing... Oh, yeah. You know, the, the latest first-person shooter. They're playing the latest adventure game. They're playing whatever's come out on the DS if they happen to own a DS. They're playing tons of different games. So. But I think her point here is relevant, especially to the MMO niche, that it used to be probably back then when there wasn't a lot of options... If you played an MMO, you played just that MMO. Right. Especially because you had to pay to subscribe to it. Well, and plus there wasn't that many options out there to begin with. Yeah, but now you can get freeze, free ones, you can get 10-day demos, you can stop whatever you're doing and right. jump into whatever else. And number five, we've designed for it. Yep. Leveling tre- treadmills, in-game rating, expansion cycles, and trivializing old content. She writes, if you're going to require people to group at the low level, you're going to have a lot of bored level 20s with no one to group with. You have to let them speed through it or you're not going to have any new users and your population will dwindle away over time. Hence why EverQuest 1 put in mercenaries to solve this problem. Yeah, and I think Guild Wars has the same thing. I think uh, Dungeons & Dragons Online has hard mercenaries, that kind of option as well. So, yeah, I mean, these are all good points. Um you know, grouping is good. I'm not going to... It's so much fun. I mean, shoot, that's the same thing I was talking about earlier with Resident Evil 5 and Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Playing with other people is so much more fun. Right. And but... There's also a good time to not. Yeah, and, and for, for you know, players who, are, you know, are going through, you know, family changes, time changes, you know, yeah. I know I've got a new job now, so I'm fine... You know, and and granted, I've had other external factors which have uh, denied me of my gaming candy lately. I know that my time, the time that I am going to have to spend on playing the games is going to be shortened a bit. And I'm not going to want to have to wait for a group every time to accomplish having fun. So in general, we're pretty much in agreement here. Yeah, we're we're with you, Cuppy. But there's some interesting dig it. comments. People like to disagree in comments. And, for instance, there's a guy named Jason, not our Jason, saying... <laughs> no, it was me. No, it's not. No, he's got a sweet-looking goatee. No, he does, and I can't grow you a goatee that. like that, yeah. so I'm totally jealous. <laughs> he says, my problem is I like forced grouping. Playing in groups, for me, is always a 1,000% better than playing solo. I wish someone made a game that still forced or encouraged grouping. I wish they'd left EQ alone, not tried to wowify it, so that I could still play the game that I loved. Without forced, encouraged grouping, I just have no desire to play. I know I'm the minority. I just wish someone would develop for my niche. <laughs> <laughs> and Cuppy Cake snarkily responds, see number five above. <laughs> yeah. She did a pretty good job of dealing with any type of counter-arguments, usually with only two to three sentences, sometimes only one. Let us know what you think. Do you do you guys long for forced grouping? Would you, would you rather play an MMO that required you to force group or required you to solo play? Which I guess is kind of a an oxymoron to them that requires you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's other okay, people yeah. there. Right. You know? I guess uh, one of our earlier 
the people who wrote it, a guy who wrote into our mailbag, he kind of feels that Warhammer's for solo play. You don't get to really interact with anybody. You either fight them or they don't talk to you. That's true. PvP, single player. They're in their own world or they don't have time to talk to you. That's kind of like for single player. So that's what I meant there. Right. Tell us what you guys think. Do you think that WoW yet again must be blamed for bastardizing the core concepts of community that have defined MMOs? Whoa. I mean, there wasn't a lot of D&D campaigns back in the 80s of people going by themselves through the dungeon. That'd be pretty Well, boring. no, that would be pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> D&D by yourself. Yeah. I found a monster. <laughs> the monster attacked me. <laughs> well, see, but then you could always cheat on your rolls if oh, you wanted exactly. to. Because you were the dungeon master and the player. Yeah. But what fun was that? That wouldn't be any fun. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what you think. Mail at channelmassive.com. If it's the last thing there, that's the last thing there. That's right. <laughs> yes. So goes down the real episode 85. Maybe one day we'll release the lost episode. Yeah, technology if will evolve to a point to it, that I don't know. can clean up that audio and let you... One thing I'd like to mention is that the mini-casts will return. I'm not sure how often. Uh, it's just this week. You know, I've kind of mentioned the whole credit card issue problem and computer problems and whatnot. So once I'm able to get all those out of the way and get my schedule back in order, I will start doing the mini casts again. And in case you're wondering why Mark hasn't said anything for the last half hour, <laughs> he is playing a baby game. He is He's playing baby, baby pacifying. Uh, Super baby sedation plan. Yeah, it's, I think it's new for the Wii, actually. Yeah. Pretty cool game. <laughs> you don't want to talk about anything. Right? But you don't shake the baby like a Wii remote. <laughs> no. Not shake the baby like a Wii remote, man. That is an instance of Wii controls not being applicable. Right. To life. Exactly. <laughs> uh, one thing we do need to mention: uh, we're going to be going. <clears throat> We're going through a couple of changes. Growing. Growing pains, I guess, here at Channel Massive. We're going to evolve. Yes. Yes. Metamorphosize. Yes. We're, we're going to change things up a little bit here. We're going to expand. Yes. We're going to start talking a little bit more about uh, console gaming, uh, handheld uh, gaming. And general bit. geeky goodness. General geeky goodness. We'll probably uh, we'll get more into that, whether it be movies, uh, gadgets, gizmos. Yeah, um, which, in, in all honesty, it's not going to be too much of a stretch for our listeners because we are so bad about going on tangents about everything else this is anyways. True. But the point is, when we get into news or something like that, we're not going to be focusing just on MMOs. We will still include it, but we're going to broaden. We're going to reach our bear hug out our even horizons. more and just embrace all of the good gaming geeky stuff out there. We'll rub it against our breasts. Yes. But you'll still be getting the same classic Channel Massive flavor. That's true. Just layered upon so many other pastries. That's true. <laughs> I like how you put that, Noah. <laughs> You're going to want to eat them all up. 
<laughs> Shit, I don't think I have to take it any further than that. In fact, so, you're making me hungry. <laughs> so, listeners, if you want to give us anything along those lines that you want to just jumpstart the next episode with, send it to mail at channelmasters.com. M-A-I-L. Because we love you and we still want to hear from everybody who's been writing and talking to us going forward. We aim to make you happy. <laughs> Come back for it. 86. 86. What a perfect number for it that episode. <laughs> 86 the format. Do something new. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I like it. We're excited. We'll see what happens. We have, we have no idea. It's going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting show. And Mark and I least. still will be on Warhammer on Monday. Oh, yeah. I w- I'll, I'll try yeah. to be as long as I can. We are still playing o- Open my account again. And we will also have our... You know, 360 gamer info available on Channel Massive as well. If you want to That's true. Stuff. Left for Dead, Resident Evil 5. If you want to beat Mark Sass at Street Fighter 4, he oh, yeah. needs it. Yeah, he told. Well, it's not too. It's not too hard, from what I understand. He sucks. <laughs> His glory days are long. That's gone. right. <laughs> we hope you liked the episode. We hope to hear from you, and come back next week for episode 86. <laughs> We've intercepted a recent Skype conversation between Jason and some unknown entity. <laughs> Let's take a listen. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's how I like it. Oh, God. No, 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 not, no, no, not, not, the, not the teeth, not the teeth. Just, just the gums. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. oh no, no, oh, hey. Just settle down, down. <laughs> Pinch between your cheek and gums is all I need. Yes. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> and apparently we should never That's eavesdrop great. on him again. Never like to see you cry.